you're passionate about transforming retail operations and improving performance, plus you're accountable for key change projects and programs in your company, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Retail Transformation Show with me, Oliver Banks. With the coronavirus pandemic in full swing, as you look around the world, there are many retail stores closed right now. But there are many that are also hopeful that there is an end in sight and are looking forward to reopening stores and getting back to normal. But what if that was the wrong decision? What if it's the right call to keep your stores closed? Have you even thought about the alternative? Have you taken into consideration all of the factors that you must think about as you reopen your stores? Well, that's what we're going to be thinking about today in episode 80 of the Retail Transformation Show. Welcome and thanks for joining. I am Oliver Banks your host and your guide to the world of retail transformation. Now, if you're a regular listener to the show, you will know that usually we're looking more, I suppose, a strategic direction, a strategic decision to transform something that is in the medium or long term. But today, given the craziness going on, we're taking a more tactical short term look at how you can approach the conundrum about reopening your stores. And you're going to want to head over to the show notes page today for sure, which you can find at obandco.uk slash 80. And over there, you can pick up a free copy of a checklist, a guide to help you work out if you should reopen your stores and if you are ready to reopen your stores. And if not, what is it you need to be thinking about? So make sure you head over there today because that checklist is going to be critical to make sure that you are taking into consideration all of the factors that you must think about. Now, you know as well as I do that non-essential stores around the world have really been closed by government regulations to stop the spread of the coronavirus, COVID-19. That's no news. And of course, we all want to reopen our stores. We all want to get trading again. But whether to reopen your stores or not, should be a conscious decision. It shouldn't be an automatic reaction because it could put you into a worse position than you're already in. And whilst there was a feeling that there could be a a surge back to physical retail early on in this coronavirus, the signs coming out of markets like China and Germany where stores are reopening and customers are coming back, what we're seeing is that sales in physical stores are coming in but it's certainly nowhere near normal. Indicative numbers are looking at around 30% of the usual store turnover. So a big impact and a significant hit to profitability overall. But of course, 30% is still better than 0%. I'm sure you'll agree with that. So absolutely, you should be thinking about this very strategically, very carefully, and making sure that everything is in place. You don't just want to just unlock the door and welcome customers back in. It's not going to be quite as simple as that. So that's what we're diving into today, as I say. And do make sure you pick up that free guide, that free checklist at obandco.uk slash 80. And you'll also get the retail transformation briefing, which is my weekly email that gives you the headlines and the insight that is coming out from around the world of retail transformation. So let's dive into this. There are a number of different groups. First up, Let's start thinking about our consumers, right? 
there is going to be a lot of nervousness in consumers as stores start to reopen and life begins to return to normal. As I mentioned, there are people that are coming into physical stores where they are reopening, but it's not the rush that it could have been. So footfall is down. And also workplaces remain closed as remote work, work from home policies stay in place. And tourism, of course, is low or even zero, right? So it's not just the fact that footfall is down, it's the fact that even passing trade is down. There is no opportunity or significantly less opportunity to wow passers-by and encourage them into an impulse shopping trip, as in retail we often are used to. Retail's becoming more of a destination trip rather than that browsing opportunity. People are more driven, more determined as they come out shopping right now. And that means that conversion is up. And actually, basket size or average transaction value, ATV, is up as well. But overall, that footfall is a killer and sales still are significantly down 30%, as I say. And I'll put the links as to some of these sources in the show notes page at obandco.uk slash 80. But in response to the nervousness, it's also worth thinking about the feel-good factor that retail can provide, that classic retail therapy. It can help consumers to overcome some of the challenges that they've faced personally by giving them a new look, by giving them some new home decor perhaps, or some new accessories or new kit. There are many different challenges that people continue to face and they need to fulfill those challenges as well. And whilst some will be excessively nervous, other people will ultimately just listen to what their local government is saying is the rules. If stores are reopened, then they will feel cautious but comfortable going out. Meanwhile, others, let's be honest, will feel invincible. Either they've broken lockdown rules or shutdown rules, and they're just not worried about social distancing because they feel it's not a problem. They feel they are invincible, as I say. And of course, there are those that will be willing to get out as quickly as possible just because they've struggled at home a lot. So it would absolutely be worth thinking about how you can collect and use some insight to drive your decision making. Now, if I'm honest, taking in a big national study is probably not going to be the direction. Firstly, because I believe this pandemic is going to be tackled on a local level rather than at a national level because there are local hotspots or not spots and local feelings that you must consider rather than just what a whole country is going through. But also, by the time you go through a big study like that and you collect lots of data and you analyse it, etc., it's going to be out of date and useless. So you must be thinking about how you can be quick, agile and collect some small qualitative data and actually I think your store teams could be the perfect resource for you to do that particularly if they are in touch with your customer base what's the local feeling are people feeling confident are they feeling comfortable are they feeling nervous do they want to come back to stores or are there other opportunities that you could pursue and more on that a little later on in the episode So think about how you can collect some insight about your consumers and about your customers and about how they're feeling. Are they feeling nervous? Are they feeling confident? Are they feeling comfortable? Who knows? Collect it at a local level and decide what it is on a store-by-store basis rather than perhaps a whole policy. So absolutely, it's worth thinking about your consumers and your customers as you decide if it's right to reopen stores. 
And it probably goes without saying that another key consideration is going to be safety. How you take into consideration the regulations around social distancing measures and literally minimizing customer touch points. It's not normally something we'd say, right? Minimize the customer touch points. But absolutely, we want to minimize those literal touch points. And this is really going to depend on your local country. I have to be honest, because different countries are approaching this in different ways. Some countries are allowing certain categories to reopen. Others are saying it's based on store size or a blend of the two. Maybe you need to consider the total number of people inside your store at any one moment in time. We're also seeing examples, particularly in supermarkets, where retailers are putting in one-way flows. Another consideration is putting in floor markings to help give people the recommended space and not get people too close to each other. We've of course seen a number of different barrier solutions being employed at checkouts to protect both the customer and the cashier. And of course, again, it goes without saying PPE, personal protective equipment, is being used for staff. And you may also have requirements for your customers to wear it as well. So think about that, depending again on what your country is deeming as the standard. Cash is certainly on the temporary decline. Obviously, it's been on her downward trajectory for some time. But right at the moment, we're seeing much more contactless payments coming through, contactless cards, Apple Pay, etc. And hey, maybe you even need to think about whether you want to be doing receipts or not. And certainly, are people going to want to have the cashier take the receipt and give it to them? How could you begin to reduce the touch point on that, for example? And cleaning is another big consideration when it comes to safety. And we're going to be coming back to that. One of the other groupings is going to be about operations. So we're going to touch on it in there. So we've had consumer considerations. We've had safety considerations. Another big one, of course, are your people, your team, your colleagues. And I suppose the first big question is, are they ready to return to work? And that's going to be something that you need to be thinking about on a person by person basis. You could be having your staff dealing with grief or stress or mental illness at the moment. And particularly if they've been furloughed or sidelined, you may not be in touch with them about how they are feeling right now. So it is absolutely worth thinking about how you can get a temperature check on whether people are ready to return to work. Some people, of course, will be absolutely itching to get back, itching to start earning money itching to start socialising with people as well and getting back to normality or some form of normality at least. Maybe you have high-risk colleagues in your team that you need to think about how you could protect or maybe even move around the business so that they are in a less exposed role right now. Some retailers are giving bonus payments, so that might be something that you consider as well. And you must also think about those that are parents, particularly if they've got children out of school, how are they going to be able to balance their usual job with those new requirements of being a school teacher? And I can certainly say from personal experience, that's hard work. I've got a newfound respect for teachers, I have to be honest. <laughs> and another big consideration is will people even return to work? And that's something that is a really big consideration. Are they going to want to return to work? How long is the nervousness of coronavirus going to last? So who knows? Also thinking about your people, it is again worth thinking about your HR policies and your support mechanisms as well. 
it's going to be absolutely clear that people are trained and understand what your sickness and your bereavement policies are right now. And more importantly, how you can provide some support, some counselling, some guidance, and just generally be a nice person and a nice company to be around. You know, this is certainly likely to last for some time. So maybe you want to be thinking about putting in a temporary coronavirus policy in place to help your people and help your business as well. And of course, think about what PPE and equipment you are putting into place to help protect your people. And they will say thank you a 100 times, I am sure, for that. So as we move into the next bucket, the next grouping operations, as I mentioned, cleaning is going to be a key factor here. Probably the biggest shift from an operational perspective is the addition of more cleaning. There are obviously some big operational costs, both from the time taken to do the cleaning, but also the expenses for the different materials that you use as well. And you must be thinking about cleaning from several different groups as well. Cleaning for your customers will include things like trolleys, baskets, the various touch points through the store, your checkouts, your payment points, pin terminals, for example, changing rooms, lots of different areas there. And depending on what your store is, I'm sure there are more as well. But also think about cleaning for your colleagues and your team members, doors, equipment, PDAs, scanners, loading bays, staff areas, toilets, lots of different areas there. And even as you think about your supply chain as well, how are you going to be cleaning equipment that goes passed into your store or out of your store? And even policies if you are bringing in external cleaning contractors as well. And whilst you're thinking about cleaning, it's worth considering that there are different ways and technologies for cleaning and killing coronavirus. Disinfectants, I'm sure you're aware of, and antibacterial gels as well. Although I'm personally always slightly dubious about using an antibacterial product on a virus. Doesn't seem to make sense to me, but there we go. Another consideration is using ultraviolet light, UV light, but not just any UV light, it's a concentrated form of UVC light. So you're probably familiar with UVA and UVB from sunglasses and sun cream and sun protection and so on. But UVC is a much more aggressive form of UV light that can sunburn in seconds. It's really quite nasty stuff. But it is being used on the front line in the fight against coronavirus. There are examples in China where certainly robots are being used to clean floors in hospitals. Banks are using it to clean money, cash, and even buses are being used in these big UVC tunnels to make sure that they are completely cleaned. So think about that as an option as well. And just a, a word of caution, I'm not a medical expert, so do check and confirm what solution you provide for yourself and make sure that it is right. So I'm no coronavirus expert, just to put it out there. <laughs> Another thought on cleaning here that you must consider when it comes to your operations is that you must make sure that you've got checks in place. Compliance is going to be absolutely critical and you must make sure that all of that is being recorded in a series of documentation that is being fed up to your overall company level. So being fed up to head office or whatever that looks like in your company. Now, I don't want to get to this place, but just in case someone were to point the finger at one of your stores, then you want to make sure that you have got 
that documentation in place that shows that you are doing the best practice cleaning and you are maintaining compliance to the approved cleaning schedule using the right materials and so on. Just make sure that you are protecting your future business by doing all of that documentation. It's not very exciting. It's not very sexy. It's not normally something that I would condone adding in lots of checks and documentation. But in this instance, I think it's for the best personally. And the final thought about cleaning is the difference between clean and perception of clean. They are different. So what is actually clean and what your customers perceive as clean are two different things. So how can you make sure that you are doing both at once? Because if customers think it's going to be dirty, let me tell you, they're not going to be buying from you. So think about how you can add both of those elements in. And maybe some of that is visual signaling to show that you have cleaning stations and you have cleaning routines and processes in place. So another big operational consideration here, of course, is around stock. And blimey, if you're not doing e-commerce, you must be itching to start trading and moving your stock, right? And that's particularly important if you've got decaying stock value. Either it's literally wasting away and it's going to need to be disposed of, or maybe it's seasonal stock that just won't sell in a few months time. So I totally get it. Also think about your returns policies and processes in place. Are you going to accept returns? And if you do, how are you going to grade them? How are you going to process them? Are you going to have to quarantine them, clean them? Who knows? Think about that. The other big option when it comes to reopening your stores is thinking about how you can do more click and collect or more BOPIS, buy online, pick up in store. Or perhaps you could look at doing some local deliveries. Certainly, convenience stores have started doing this and it's worked really well and is a big win for both the retailer and the consumer. And I think this is a, such a great opportunity for you because it allows you to process more customers without those social distancing restrictions, allow you to get more orders through, allow you to overcome some of those turnover challenges that the footfall presents. And it's also worth thinking about what your competition is doing as well, either at a local level or at a national level. Plus, what is going on in your local area, in your town, in your high street, your mall, your main street, your shopping centre, wherever you are, what else is going on? Because it's probable that you don't want to be the only store that is open in that local vicinity. And at the same time, you don't want to be the only store that is closed in that same vicinity either. So think about how you could collaborate with local businesses, even fellow retailers as well, to make sure that you have a combined proposition that attracts consumers back into physical retailing. And when it comes to the big reopening time itself, maybe you want to think about doing some trials as well when you are allowed to. Certainly in the UK, we've seen the home improvement stores start to reopen and they've started with a trial that they've publicized both nationally, but also to their local customers as well. Then from the trial, they can take the learnings and take the results and look at scaling them up and expanding to the rest of the estate. And there's a big opportunity, of course, to celebrate and communicate when you do reopen. And that's communicating within the company as well as, of course, to your customer base as well outside. Bring some of that excitement. Encourage people back into store. 
remind them why they love your retail brand, or at least they should love your retail brand. And the final section for you to consider, of course, is finance. Will the numbers work? When you look at the footfall impacts, when you look at the conversion opportunity and the ATV opportunity, and overall what's going to happen to sales, then add in your operational costs, both the additional cleaning costs and time and expenses, as well as any other operational impacts that you're going to have to make to deal with people, to deal with sickness, to deal with staff turnover and many different other aspects. Are you going to need to apply discounts to clear through the stock that you have, particularly if it is decaying or if it is going to be going out of season soon? Think about how all of those elements come together to ultimately deliver your profit numbers by store, by group, by region, by country. And think about your ongoing cash flow as well. That's going to be a key consideration. And without putting too much of a dampener on things, I think it's also worth when you're thinking about finance, thinking slightly further ahead. We're really starting to see the signs that there could be a big recession coming, maybe even bigger than the 2008 financial crisis. So how would your business cope and how would it progress through that sort of a challenge? Worth getting the jump on that rather than letting it bite you on the bottom. So reopening stores absolutely is a positive thing, but it shouldn't necessarily be something that you rush into without careful consideration and careful planning. You need to ask whether a store will wash its face. Maybe it's more profitable to open your stores and get trading again, but maybe it's actually more profitable to stay closed. And profitable is probably not the right word there. Maybe it's less loss making, the worst of two different evils, less financially damaging. You get the idea. Or maybe there's a hybrid model where you can leverage things like click and collect or local deliveries to allow you to get the best of both worlds. But of course, it's not just about numbers. It's not just about profit. There's an opportunity to win great loyalty from customers that will go on much longer than this pandemic does. And of course, you must think about if your store serves a purpose over and above just taking money through the till, over and above just turning a profit, and factor this into how you will make a decision as to whether it's the right time and the right opportunity to reopen your stores. So I know you must be feeling worried. I know you must be feeling nervous about retail right now. And I get it. It is, I don't want to say the word unprecedented, but you know what I mean. (laughs) It is a challenging time though, but reopening stores could be a big positive step for you. But I want to make sure that you go into that step, eyes wide open, that you make sensible decisions that don't end up harming your business in the short, medium or long term. So do make sure you pick up that free guide, that free checklist to help guide you to help make that decision easy for you. And you can find that over at obandco.uk slash 80. And hey, who do you know that also is thinking about reopening their stores? Why don't you send them this podcast? Why don't you recommend this podcast episode? It's episode 80. Send it over to them get them to have a listen and they can of course download that checklist that guide as well and if you're not sure how to send someone a podcast then you can always refer them to the show notes page obandco.uk slash 80 where they can listen live on the website 
So I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this one. As always, do subscribe if you're a new listener and make sure that you come back and check out new episodes coming at you every single week. And I will look forward to continuing to serve you and support you in your journey to transform your retail business. I'll catch you very soon. Bye for now. Bye for now.